Hello, and welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast with Dr. Jeremy Simpson of the Thanks to Calvary Baptist Church in Elkin, North Carolina. We hope that you enjoy the podcast today as we search together in the precious Word of God. Welcome to Treasures of Truth podcast. So glad you're with us today. Brother Jeremy here. I want to go back to the book of 1 John, 1 John chapter number 3, verse number 11. The Bible says, For this is the message that ye have heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. Not as Cain, who was of that wicked one, and slew his brother, and wherefore slew he him, because his own works were evil, and his brother's righteous. Jealousy, cruel as the grave. Marvel not, my brethren, if the world hates you. We know that we have passed from death into life, because we love the brethren. He that loveth not his brother abideth in death. Whosoever hateth his brother is a murderer. Ye know that no murderer hath eternal life abiding in him. Hereby perceive we the love of God, because he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. And on the last podcast, we dealt with the extensiveness of brotherly love. Brotherly love is extensive. Verse 16 says, Hereby perceive we the love of God, because he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. We talked on the last podcast about how God's love knows no boundaries, how God's love sets no limits, how God's love draws no lines. God never says, this is as far as I'll love you. In fact, the Bible says, on the contrary, that he loves us with an everlasting love. And if you really love someone, then there's no sacrifice too great to make for that person. The world we live in is about loving self, what I can do for myself. But the world of God's kingdom is one, what can I do for others? And brotherly love is extensive. But I want to show you in verse number 17, not only is brother love, brotherly love extensive, but in verse number 17, brotherly love is expensive. Oh, yes. Verse 17 says, But whoso hath this world's goods, and seeth his brother have need, and shutteth up his bowels of compassion from him, how dwelleth the love of God in him? Love is extensive, but it is also expensive. It'll cost you something. Love is a sacrifice. And if we really want to see what love will do and how far love will go and how much love will give, then you need to look at Calvary. Because the Lord Jesus, giving everything he had, he saved those that he loved. Jesus showed us that true love, the truth that true love freely opens its hands freely gives away everything that it has to those that that are loved. He saw our need. He possessed the necessary resources to meet the need. He took action and met that need. That's what love does. Sees the need, has the ability to meet the need, and then takes action and meets the need. Love doesn't hold back. Love meets needs wherever it finds them. 
And if you do not know about a need, there's no condemnation. But if you and if you do not have the resources to meet the need, there's no condemnation. But when you know there's a need and when you know you can do something, you are obligated to reach out in the name of the Lord Jesus and do all that you can to help. James chapter 2 and verse number 15 says this, If a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you say unto them, Depart in peace, be ye warmed and filled, notwithstanding ye give them not those things which are needful to the body, what doth it profit? If you see them destitute, naked, and you just say, I want you to be warm, boy, I want you to be filled, but you don't take action to do that, James said, what has it profited you? See, we need to remember that God has given us everything that we have in life so that we can use it for His glory. It may be monetary. Uh, there's folks that are blessed monetarily that could, that could uh, open up those bowels of compassion and, and, and give and help. It could be material things. Not necessarily a piece of money, but you may have uh, clothes that are just hanging in the closet. And you see someone that doesn't have, clean the closet out. You see that they're about the same. Clean the closet out. Give that of them. Uh, if you've got an extra vehicle that, that you don't drive, but it still runs and it still does, and you see someone that does not, oh, I can't do that. Love is expensive. It is extensive. It has no limits, but it is also expensive. And true sacrifice hurts. And, and, and the Bible teaches us that we're to live sacrificial lives. Most people will give as long as it doesn't hurt them. And I, again, I'm not talking about just money. I'm not just talking about material things. What about our moments of time? Uh, most people will only give uh, as long as it doesn't hurt. But true sacrifice hurts. And God gave us everything we have. Everything we have, whether it's the time, whether it's a talent, whether it's a treasure, God gave every bit of that to us so that we could use it for His glory. And He can use it, and He will use it if we make it available to Him. What did James say? Without works, faith is dead. Faith, if it hath not works, is dead being alone. Brotherly love is expensive. Brotherly love is extensive. But I want to show you in verse number 18, brotherly love is expressive. The Bible said in verse 18, My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. You know what that means? Genuine love doesn't just talk. Genuine love acts. Genuine love doesn't just talk, it acts. And with Calv without Calvary, John 3.16 would just be empty words. Where the Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Calvary would just be, uh, John 3.16 would just be empty words had it not been carried out on Calvary. But God didn't just say that he loved us. He showed it. And Jesus showed it at Calvary. A lot of people talk and don't love. A lot of people talk love, but they don't walk love. 
they talk love, but they don't act love. And I believe they may be sincere in their talk. I mean, you let a missionary come by the church and, and, and there for a day or two, maybe even a week or two, after seeing uh, you know, a, a presentation and seeing the hunger and seeing the, the lost and seeing the need, people get all stirred up and start talking. But, but acting love puts money in the mission offering. Acting love sends a letter to the missionary for encouragement. Acting love prays for that missionary and that field. People that um, talk and never act, and a lot of people talk about helping, but those that truly love the Lord reach out and actually help. Real love is manifested by meeting a material need. It might be manifested in lending a helping hand. It might be manifested in um, giving a listening ear. There's a lot of ways, countless ways, that we can show the reality of our love for the brethren. And the bottom line is this. Real love does more than talk. It acts. It's extensive, it's expensive, and it's expressive. I read a story about a young mother and she stood up one Wednesday night in service and she testified and she was weeping and she was talking about how she never seemed to have time for her personal devotions. She had several little children she was trying to raise, she was caring for, and the hours of the day just melted away like like ice in, in July. I mean, just, you know how that is. You get busy and life life is crazy a lot of time. And she was testifying about how she never seemed to have time for her personal devotions. Well, the next day after the service, on Wednesday night, the next day, two ladies from the church appeared at her front door. And she said, hello. And they said, we've come to take over. She said, we're going to watch these children. We're going to fold some clothes. We're going to wash some dishes. And we want you to go into your bedroom. And we want you to get started on your devotions. And they did that for several days this kind of help until that young mother was able to develop her devotional life so that the daily demands of her time no longer upset her. See, that's people that don't just say, I'll be praying for you. I'm concerned about, no, they showed up. Love took action. And we need to think about that, our, our personal love life. As a church family, we ought to think about that. As individuals, we ought to think about that. We need to heed the message in these verses, we've got a dear lady in our church, and uh, I'll just call her name, Miss Carol. Uh, Miss Carol is just a precious lady, and something I love about Miss Carol, Miss Carol's getting on up in age. She's in her late 70s. She probably don't want me to tell you all that, uh, but she can't go and do like she did. In fact, she just uh, fell a few weeks ago and fractured a, a part of her back, and she had to have surgery, and she's doing well, and thank God for that. Uh, but one thing about Miss Carol, uh, she expresses love. She expresses love. And by that, I mean this. She handwrites cards to people in the church. If somebody's going through a trial, somebody needs a little extra love, she handwrites those cards. And it's, and it's not, hey, we're praying for you. God bless you. No, no, no. Every time I've ever got a card from Miss Carol, it had a depth to it. You could tell every word she had meditated before she put it down. And it was exactly what you needed to hear. She's not able to get out and do like a 20-year-old, 
But she's there at her home with those cards expressing the love of Christ. That, my friend, is what Christianity is. And can we honestly say today that we love others like we should? Can we honestly say that we're meeting needs, lifting burdens, and loving like Jesus loves? If we want to be all that He has saved us to be, then we've got to learn to love as He loves. Did you hear what I said? If we're going to be all that He saved us to be, we've got to learn how He loves. The Bible said in Galatians 6, 1, Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. Bear ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. Brotherly love. It is extensive. It is expensive. And it is expressive. First John 4, 7, 8. 7 and 8. Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. Let brotherly love continue. I want you to go out today, be salt and be light, salt and light. We're commanded. We're commanded by God. You're the light of the world. You're the salt of the earth. Go out today and be salt. Go out today and be light. Go out today and purify that which is around you like salt. Go out today and illuminate that which is around you like light. And then if you're listening to this in the evening, why don't you plan on purpose? I'm going out today Tomorrow I'm going to be a light, I'm going to be salt, I'm going to be a testimony, I'm going to be a Christian. Don't miss the next Treasures of Truth podcast. God bless you.